0: Enneagram is um, a tool that helps you rediscover who you are. It is a typing system and there's nine different types. Ennea means nine. Gram means something that's drawn or written. It goes beyond putting you in a box. It actually describes why you do what you do, why you feel the way you feel, why you see the world the way you see it, not just, oh, you are these initials or you are a number. It goes beyond that and deeper and helps you get to know yourself. It helps you get to know other people too, which creates empathy.
1: Hi, I'm Angie Clay. Welcome to Liberate and Lather's podcast, a journey to self-care. Self-care is not a scheduled event somewhere deep in your calendar, but a journey to everyday care for your being. I speak with other creatives on how they are implementing self-care using the fundamental keys of wellness to continue to thrive in their businesses and their personal lives. And of course, we do have our cozy conversations, Just You and I, Weekly, on how we talk about gentle ways to make self-care a daily habit. So welcome to Liberate the Ladder. Okay. Hello, everyone. We're back again. I am here with Erin Slutsky of Erin Slutsky's Coaching. And I'm so happy to have her here because we have a lot of juicy things to tackle today. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about journaling her business, which is really, really awesome. So if you are into the Enneagram, then you definitely want to sit down, grab your beverage, your journal, and have a listen, because we want to talk a little bit about that. Not super, super in-depth, but enough to tickle your curiosity to want to dig in a little bit deeper. And so that's what we want to talk about today. So welcome, Erin. Thank you so much for coming and taking the time out of your busy schedule to meet with me to talk about what you do.
0: Oh, Angie, it's always wonderful to talk to you. I'm so glad I met you on Clubhouse. It's
1: great to be here. Yeah, well, thank you. I know Clubhouse is just uh, hooking us all up with some awesome people. You do have to wade through and, you know, throw back the, uh, you know, the not so great fish, but there are some great catches that you can find on Clubhouse like yourself. So thank you. So awesome. All right. So I wanted to get started. Let's just get down to the nitty gritty. So could you tell us a little bit about... Um, What you do, like, can you give the
0: audience a little bit of insight of Erin? Sure. Um, What I do, you know what? I think to sum it up is I help people um, take where they are to where they want to be. And I make that connection for them and fill in the gaps and get them unstuck. And the tool I use that for that is the Enneagram. The Enneagram is just um, a tool that helps you rediscover who you are. It is a typing system, and there's nine different types. Ennea means nine. Gram means something that's drawn or written. And um, it's not something that is like the horoscope. I think a, a lot of people are trying to figure out what this Enneagram thing is because it's so different than any other personality um, type uh, methods. It goes beyond um, your behavior. It goes beyond putting you in a box. It actually describes why you do what you do, why you feel the way you feel, the way you um, see the world, the way you see it, not just, oh, you are these initials or you are a number. It goes beyond that and deeper and helps you get to know yourself. It helps you get to know other people too, which creates empathy
1: Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm glad that you said that about the horoscope because before for a long time, I was hearing about the um, Enneagram and people will ask me like, what number are you? And I'm like, okay, is this numerology? What is this? I'm like, get away from (laughs) me. You know, I didn't, I I really didn't know um, until I kind of started peeking into it. I'm like, okay, this kind of reminds me, this is something more like Myers-Briggs. This isn't like, I know people have taken it very woo and very spiritual. Um, but being a psychology major, I like it based on, you know, dealing with how we deal with ourselves and like the mind and our emotions and how we can use it in that manner.
0: Absolutely. Um, lately, it seems like the Enneagram has just exploded and the Enneagram has been around for a long time. It's an ancient symbol and n- not until the 1970s, I believe, some um Priests got a hold of it and started to discover and, and see the connections between these different types of personalities and um, the categories that they they fall into. Um, recently, though, I would say the last ten years the Christian crowd has gotten a hold of it. And so now it's really common in um, the evangelical Christian world. And I think that's made it explode even more. And of course, social media has made it very popular. So there, it's it's very popular right now. A lot of people ask, how is it compared to the Myers-Briggs, which is super common, especially in the psychology world? And it's similar it just goes a little deeper into motivation. It's not just behavior. Mm-hmm.
1: So for people like myself who prefer things to be based mostly on behavior, not tied to any religion or spiritistic practice, then the Enneagram can, is used. People have taken it and used it like anything in the world. People can take and use it for any type of worship or whatever. But basically this, what you teach is basically how we can use it to dig deeper into knowing ourselves. And so if you are that type of person, then you definitely want to follow Erin where she doesn't get a very woo or religious with it. She uses the Enneagram for what it is to help you dig deeper into your personality traits and how you can use that um, for yourselves,
0: so. Absolutely, Um, though I will say there's a spiritual um, aspect to it because I believe personally that we're spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to disconnect that from me. Um, I'm sure there's other people who use it differently, but um, I believe in a higher power. And I believe this has helped me get to know myself better and my higher power better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, many people, you know, I like to read the Bible and people do have a connection um, how they worship or whatever but um, that was one of the reasons what scared me away from it because i don't do the whole the woo thing or interfaith type of thing and so when finding out that enneagram is just like the myers-briggs and that i can use it to learn a bit more about my personality made me more comfortable with it before i was just like "Oh, oh no oh no you know so it's very important when you find out different things in life is to dig a little deeper and find out like the origins and how it's mm-hmm. how it's used and that way you can utilize it or not right so yeah so thank you so much for that so the other day we had a clubhouse on journaling and how you can get to know yourself more powerfully with journaling and using the enneagram could you speak a little bit about
0: about that Right. So like I said before, there's nine basic core types in the Enneagram, and each type has a different motivation. They have different fears. They have different strengths and weaknesses, just like we all do. And so imagine going to your journal with guided prompts that are specifically made for you. What kind of what kind of results would that have to feel known and seen and heard because someone a, a guided journal <laughs> is asking you very particular questions that you resonate that really mean something to you for example um, I had my journaling time this morning and the question was what? Are you telling yourself that may not be true? Mm. And that's specific for my Enneagram type because my type struggles with self-deceit. I'm not going to have that same, um, you know, question. I'm not going to ask that question to someone who is super uh, open and honest and authentic and vulnerable it's just not going to mean as much to them. So the questions can be um, geared toward your personality to bring out and bring to the surface things you need to work on things you need to dig into things you need to heal in order to become more whole and more authentic. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I think I have my podcast, um, director that helps me put the podcast together i had him take it because okay. we because i'm like super creative and i can see like he's like a numbers person you know like his major is like biomedical technology and so okay. he scored to a one <laughs> and so i was like oh okay i see why like sometimes when i like explain something i'm like very colorful and i'm like and he comes back with the question and i'm like don't you see what i'm saying you know like but no because His learning, like his style of perceiving and taking in information is totally different. So not to put you on the spot. So could you tell us a little bit about the ones and like how a three or six will work together?
0: Absolutely. So um, you saw, you noticed, you became aware that your business partner sees things very differently and how more efficient, effective, and um, just- peaceful your relationship can be now that you know that. So a type one is considered the perfectionist or the improver. They see things pretty black and white. They have a hard time seeing in the gray. And if you're colorful, you're going to fill that in for them, right? You're going to help them see the different shades of gray and they can help keep you a little more structured in line and um, try to stay right, wrong, black, white, um, and it doesn't mean that you need to change the way you are, but it's kind of, I like to think of it as having nine different colored glasses, right? You can put on that one, which is blue and see things through their eyes, but then you take them off and you put yours back on. Right. So it helps us. And that's just all about empathy and understanding other people, not necessarily agreeing with them all the time, but understanding where people are coming from. So one would be considered the perfectionist. They like things just so. They like to improve things. They're always looking for ways to to make things better. Um, But they struggle with, which is something unique to ones, an inner critic this inner voice that just badgers them all day long. And that that can be very exhausting sometimes. So they need to really work on speaking truth to themselves, asking themselves what what voice they're listening to, and is that true? So that that's a little bit about the one.
1: Okay. So that helps. Because yeah, sometimes I give, I'll say, you know, I want to do this. And then mm-hmm. like. And then he'll come back and like have these questions. And I'm like, um, I just said that. But it's like, no, because he needs to see it like detail, like step one, yeah. step two, step three, step four. And so yep. now I know, okay, I think I need to have like more of a checklist so that yes. it's like very detailed. Exactly. before I'm just like la, la 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 la, don't you see it? Come on, follow me, you know. And <laughs> it's, you know it's, I think it's actually a little frustrating with me because I was just like, it's like, okay, now what are you talking about? I was mean, like, I'll go from quite you know, from discussing this to discussing this. Like, come on, follow me over here. Yeah. You and know. he probably
0: has a hard time following you. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't understand that that flowy way of thinking. He's very structured. But now mm-hmm. you know. And now you can, yeah. like you said, make a checklist. And so you just you're able to create different systems or different ways of communicating. So it's clear. Mm-hmm. We can do that with all of our relationships. You mm-hmm. know, we can do that with our kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is great. So yeah, it was, it was fun to like, when he came back with that, I was like, oh, I knew we were going to be at one just because I feel like you're analytical. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. So, how, so before you got into doing all of this, what, has this been like your life's passion, like driving you towards this type of coaching or were you doing something else? Like, a trapeze artist before you decide to do this? Like, what were you doing um, in life before you decide, like, this is something that you want to help other people?
0: Yeah, so I've been helping other people, I guess you can call it that, for over 20 years. I've been leading um, mainly women and groups of women, um, helping them become their best selves. But during that time, I was raising my family. I have four daughters and uh, was technically a stay at home mom, even though I was constantly in leadership roles and, um, you know, counseling women. They started getting older and started flying the nest. And I'm like, okay, what do I do with all of this love for women? And um, I worked with a lot of couples, too and marriages. Um, what do I do with that? And then my newfound love of the Enneagram as a tool. And I put those two together. So in the last five years, I've been studying the Enneagram and using that to help me coach my clients and get to know my family better as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's nice. So that's your framework that you use for your mm-hmm. coaching. So mm-hmm.
0: nice. okay. Yeah. In, in my coaching business, it helps me be a better coach it helps me ask the right questions. For example, I'm not going to ask you just kind of like the Enneagram journaling. I'm not going to ask you a question that has not, like, I'm not going to say what, what do you have in place? What checklists do you have to get your day done? That, that doesn't, that's not how you, you, you know, work. You work very creatively. And so I'm going to ask you a question that has more of that flavor to it. So it helps me be a better coach, but it also helps my clients get to know themselves better. Mm -hmm.
1: So if a person says, "Okay, I want to figure out what number I am, um, can they just go randomly take a test? Or what would you suggest that they start? How, How do they go about it?
0: Yeah, there are a lot of tests online right now. A lot of free ones. there's some that are very expensive. It's a good place to start. They're not 100% accurate. Um, I actually have on Monday at noon central time I have a free typing workshop if anyone wants to join um, and I, I hold those pretty often so keep it keep an eye out where I'm it's more of an interview process. Again, asking those questions. I can't type you. A test online can't type you because we don't know why you do what you do. We just see your behavior. For example, my oldest daughter, she's 24. I don't know her type. I've known her for 24 years. I don't know her type because I'm seeing her her um, behavior. She has to discover that for herself. But if you contact me and work with me, I can help you discover that and go on that journey of, of typing. Um, there's also on my website, a, a typing cheat sheet, <laughs> and it goes through your stance. In, and that's just how you um, move in the world. You can either be aggressive, dependent, or withdrawn. It goes through your um, centers of intelligence is what it's called. So we all have all three thinking, feeling, and action or behavior, which one do you uh, go to first? And um, orientation to time. Some people are future oriented. They're always thinking and planning ahead. Some live in the past and some kind of do both. So I have a cheat sheet, it's free download um, that you can look through that and then uh, give me a call. We can talk about what you uh, came up with as a result. But there's online tests or you can give me a call and I'd be happy to walk through that typing process with you.
1: Oh, that's nice. Okay. So what you need to do, everyone, is to join Erin's email list. So when this podcast launches, if you've missed the uh, class that she just mentioned, you'll be able to catch another one Yeah, or be able to go get the sheet or be able to contact her personally to help you work through figuring out your nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, right? (laughs) So (laughs) she's glad to help you out. Yeah. So great. Um, So how could a person use this for self-care? Because self-care podcast, how we can use this? There's people, mostly people that uh, watch the podcast are other business women who are running creative businesses. um, And we always are pouring into everyone else's cup. Yeah. And we're parched and dehydrated. (laughs) So how can this help them implement Mm self-care?
0: Yeah. The reason why I um, decided to publish these Enneagram guided journals was because that was the number one tool that you can use to start with that self-awareness, self-discovery, self-care. Um, it can take you two minutes. It can take you two hours, right? Why not create something that is specifically tailor-made for you and your personality? So journaling, number one, you, you talk to any counselor, any therapist, any um, coach, and journaling is going to be top three of the list, right? Right. How much effort does it take to to sit down for a minute or an hour and either have that brain dump and just vent? On that piece of paper, on that blank piece of paper, or have questions guide your thinking and your thoughts to a deeper place. So, journaling, I think, is probably the number, my number one self care um, tool regimen uh, practice that I do myself that I suggest for my clients and my friends, my my kids, um, because it it shows us so much about what's inside and it gets it out and we're able to see it on paper and read it back. We can look back at journals that we wrote years ago and see where we were and what we've been through and go forward knowing, hey, I was through that hard time. I remember that, I'm, I'm reading my emotions on paper. I'm reading my my struggles on paper, and you know what? It, it, it was okay. I got through that. And one thing that helps is getting it down and, and journaling. Mm-hmm. I
1: agree, totally. mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Thank you. So you can definitely dig deeper using the journaling um, to help you as you continue to learn more about yourself based on what number you are so that's awesome and then Erin you have the journal just spoke about the journals, so can you tell us a little bit more about the journals and where people want to meet with you so listen everyone so now what you can do is tap onto to Erin's um, email list figure out your um, Enneagram number and then now she has these wonderful journals that you can use to help you dig deeper and learn more about yourself so Erin tell us where can we find the journals
0: So the um, Enneagram Guided Journals, according to your type, again, um, like Angie said, you need to know your type for these. I'm also creating a a more general one that's not coming out till June, though. Um, You can find them on Amazon. Just type in my name and they will all come up. That's the easiest way to find them. Um, And there's one for each type and they're all different Okay, awesome. There's over Going thirty, out. yeah. There's over thirty um, prompts in there, as well as um, specific affirmations and some coloring pages in there. Oh, nice. Okay,
1: awesome. I want to sound down mine and get get one of the journals. Um, could a person be two, or do you think you usually stronger in one than you are in both?
0: Um, there is a core type that you have, mm-hmm. but we move to different numbers in different situations. And one thing I teach my clients is to look at their number, learn about that, read about it, listen to podcasts about it. Then learn about the numbers that are either side of your number. And those are called your wings. For example, if you're a three, you have a two wing and a four wing. You want to use both wings to fly. So to be integrated and healthy, learn about both of those numbers as well. Because like, let's say you're a three, Angie. You are a go-getter, achiever. You strive in for the best. But boy, are you creative. Well, that's your four wing coming out. Fours are that creative, um, unique personality. And then there's the two who's the helper. Helper. They're the one who is, who's just, and you do that. You help people, you guide people. You are there for people. Maybe you're three. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Um, So you are more than just one number. We have all nine in us, Mm -hmm. but there's the wings. And then when you look at the Enneagram diagram, um, there's lines that connect the numbers. And those are your lines of stress and growth. So, when we're stressed out, we go to one of those numbers. When we want to relieve that stress, we can go to the other. And that's what I teach my clients how to move in those ways um, intentionally so they can get unstuck and de-stressed. Okay, awesome.
1: So, it's very simple. So, just like the Myers-Briggs, you may be extroverted. Yeah. But sometimes if you're an introvert and you're in a group with introverts, Someone becomes the extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> so someone levels up. It's like, okay, let's everyone takes on a different role. We all have yeah. the tendencies inside, but we just kind of gravitate to judging or perceiving or thinking, you know, like more yep. so. But then when you're in a room with a whole bunch of introverts, someone will become the extrovert,
0: <laughs> if Sounds not sad. more.
1: So Mm -hmm. that's how the Enneagram then. So when you have stress or whatever, you can utilize different other modalities within it to to scooch around in life. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate this time together. So can you go ahead and tell us your website where people can find you? I'll have this all in the show notes as Mm -hmm. well, but I just so they can hear it if they need to hear it um, audibly.
0: Yeah, you can find me at com. And it's spelled just the way it sounds Aaronslutsky Coaching. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram on Clubhouse. I just got on Clubhouse. So find me on there, um, YouTube and LinkedIn. Awesome. And Amazon. The journals are on Amazon. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Amazon. (laughs) So before I let you go, we it's always our little thing that we do here on the podcast. We I have my journaling prompt card. So I'm just gonna pick a card and then we'll just see whatever comes to mind. Okay. So all right, let's see. This one is forgot my man, forget my manners. Well forgot my manners. I don't know what y'all was trying to say on that one. Forget my manners or well, forgot my manners. However. Forget my manners. Oh, I know I had to pull that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I can start us. Okay. What are you thinking? Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. For example, this is past tense. I forgot my manners one day when I went to Starbucks and the lady had went on <laughs> said five minutes. And I stood there for like 15 or 20. And so I was just really hot when she came back and she just took the sign off and she was like, what can I get you? And it wasn't like, um, I'm sorry I was gone. Even a store was like, because it was inside of a Safeway. They kept paging, help at Starbucks, help at Starbucks, help at Starbucks. And um, like, it was nothing. And so when she came back, I kind of forgot our manners for a second because I was like really upset because I'm big on customer service. And if anyone out here that is running a business, we know how important every dollar, every person that signs up for your email, every person that purchased from you, how important that sale is. And so sometimes it's hard and I forget my manners when I have to engage in like huge box stores or people who have no um, heart. In their job, Um, and so it's easy for me to forget my manners in that capacity because, you know, when you go to those mom and shop pops, they are so happy that you're coming through those doors and that your sale means a lot. It puts food on their tables, it keeps their store open, and so they're gracious and happy that you're there. So I kind of forgot. I was a little sad, you know. So when that prompt came up, I I thought about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking along the lines, and this is, you know, again, so interesting how same question, (laughs) totally different responses. I'm thinking about forget your manners, speak your truth, speak what's on your mind, speak your heart. Um, I think we've been uh, watching our manners too much. And we don't know how to speak our truth and what's on our heart and mind in a kind way, which is manners. But so we don't speak at all. Mm. Um, We've seen a lot of this recently. And I think we're learning. I think we're learning how to speak in a kind, loving way. But it's almost like we have to forget our manners first, because that's what's been holding us back from speaking up.
1: Mm. Thank you. See, journaling prompts. Are you yeah. can take a different twist? And then you yeah. think about Because after I got in the car, I kind of felt a little like, oh man, maybe I should just try to exercise some patience, right? So I kind of like put, dissect the situation apart. Then you came from a point of like, just kind of looking at it from the world and how you engage and how other people are engaging. And yeah. so see, it just opens up a whole dialogue that you can have with yourself in uh, the pages of your journal and of course it's your work we're not in English class so it's not a wrong or right way to journal yeah so yes well thank you so much for taking the time to meet with us today I'm so happy for you explaining um, everything giving us tips on how to really self-care and um, I'm really excited to continue to collaborate and work with you in the future so thank you
0: Yeah, it's been great, Angie. I just love um, talking about this and seeing people um, become empowered and courageous to do things that seem big, but it just takes one step. It just takes a pen and paper to take that one step uh, towards the life that you want.
1: I love it. Pen and paper, start writing and work towards the life you want. All right. I think we can go home without one. (laughs) All right. Everyone, take care. Bye bye.